I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know what that music means? A new Bitcoin all-time high. We're going to be talking about that and other news. But we probably don't care about the other news because today is all about that. And that's today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, October 20th, 2021. Another day that will go down in history where Bitcoin breaks its all-time high again. We'll get to that in just a second. But I want to read this from JM, and JM is stationed in Guam, serving with the U.S. military. And I want to say thank you for your service, sir, and thank you for writing, because I asked a question the other day. What would you do with 100 Bitcoin? Because I just think it's interesting to, you know, just fantasize sometimes. What if I had 100 Bitcoin? Well, JM said this. With 100 Bitcoin at (laughs) $64,000, JM, you're so yesterday, bro. I'd find, actually, this just came in yesterday, so you are so yesterday. I'd find a way to use it as collateral for a loan, so I didn't use it all, but I would still benefit. $6.4 million is not a lot of money in the financial world, but it's life-changing for me. My friend, it's life-changing for a lot of people. It'll be life-changing for me, too. I would stay in the military and use that money to start a small business that would run itself with less than 10 hours of virtual weekend involvement. Of course, profits must exceed expenses, and with expenses included in the cost of the loan. Thanks for the question. And now, he says, I have two questions for you. What is your confidence in Gate.io with respect to security, confidentiality, and availability? Second question. How does that compare with your confidence in Coinbase, Gemini, PancakeSwap, and Uniswap, etc.? Keep up the good work, my man. Thank you very much. Thanks, JM, for those questions, and thank you for answering that email. To your first question, what's my confidence in Gate.io? None. <laughs> Look, not to say anything about Gate.io specifically. I'm just using experience I had with other exchanges. I call Gate.io the shitcoin mecca because they basically have every coin on there. And back in the day, there was an exchange called Cryptopia. And Cryptopia was the shitcoin mecca of 2017. And they got hacked. And it was just internal negligence. It was, uh, they just didn't have their operations or security operations down. They just were just like a fly-by-night exchange that ended up getting big because they had every shitcoin you can imagine on their platform. I lost my coins in that. And you know what happened is I was just actually taking my coins from a wallet to there just to trade it and send it back. And in that instant, they got hacked and I lost my coins. At the time, I think it was a couple thousand dollars, but now it's only a couple hundred bucks. And you know, they keep sending emails about Cryptopia uh, liquidation and you can get your coins back, but you know, it's just not even worth it for a couple hundred bucks of this shit coin that I don't even know where I can find liquidity anymore for it. Anyway, long story short is we've seen in the past just random exchanges come and go, get hacked, and then they fall away. So my confidence in exchanges that are not registered within the United States is very low. Coinbase, Gemini, Coinbase is publicly traded. They are making big moves. They are very trustworthy. My confidence in Coinbase and Gemini and even Binance.us to an extent and FTX.us is pretty good. Coinbase is probably my top confidence. But remember, not your keys, not your coins. Now, to compare Coinbase and Gemini to PancakeSwap and Uniswap, they're totally different things. 
With PancakeSwap and Uniswaps and other swaps, you are connecting your wallet to it and you are making trades via a smart contract. It's a decentralized exchange. So you're never out of control of your keys or your crypto, but you are relying on them to make that swap. And there's a lot of slippage. Sometimes it's very expensive. PancakeSwap is obviously cheaper to make transactions with than Uniswap because it's Binance chain or Binance smart chain opposed to Ethereum. So look, if I was going to register and use any exchange because I just want to buy Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, or some of like the top 10 coins and they had them, I would use Coinbase, I would use Gemini, I would use Binance.us, I would use FTX.us. Pretty much it. Maybe Kraken.us, Bittrex, they've been always really good. Uh, but there are just established exchanges that they've been around for a long time. Anything else besides that, if you just want a shitcoin, then first of all, why do you want the shitcoin? Fine. If you believe in it, good. Fine. Get it and get it off. Get in and get out as fast as possible and put it in a wallet. Do not keep anything on your exchanges ever. Not your keys, not your coins. And remember what happened to me. I was just sending it in, making it an exchange, and then taking it right back out. And then in that instant, it got hacked and I was locked out. Wrong place, wrong time. Be warned and that's my advice. Now, time for the crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 11.10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $66,700, up almost 7% in 24 hours. Its all-time high was 15 minutes ago at $66,930. Ethereum, $4,050, up 6.3% in 24, crossing the $4,000 mark. Now, when was its all-time high? Five months ago, but that was only $4,362. We're 7% away. Number three, Binance Coin, $498.37, up 2.5%. Cardano, number four, $2.20, and Tether in the number five spot. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, Solana, Polkadot, Dogecoin, and USDC. Total market cap, we're at $2.62 trillion, a BTC dominance of 47.8%, and an F dominance of 18.2%. And now it's time for Coin of the day. And our coin of the day today is RSK Infrastructure Network, or ticker RIF, is trading at 28.8 cents, up 5.5% in 24. Current market cap is $226.7 million. Fully diluted market cap is $285.9 million, which means about 95% is circulating, which is pretty good. Total volume, 3.3 million. Where can you buy RIF. Well, you can buy it on Binance, KuCoin, Shitcoin Mecca, Gate.io, BitGlobal, and MexC. Uh, they all have pretty good liquidity, pretty high confidence that you can you can trade there. And well, what does RIF do? Well, their goal is a decentralized sharing economy or a DSE. With a DSE, DSEs are collaborative marketplaces where individuals interact on a peer-to-peer -peer basis coordinated by immutable smart contracts. RAF's goal is to enable decentralized sharing economies to flourish in order to empower and protect the value of individuals. Well, that's what they do, and that's what they are. Number 197 on Cap RIF. Moving into today's headlines. What we know is yesterday was going to be a big day when we started out the day with the Bitcoin futures ETF started trading at $280 million worth in just 20 minutes. Well, they ended the day at about $990 million of trading of BitTo. B-I-T-O is the ticker. 
which turns out to be the second largest ETF launch ever. BlackRock U.S. Carbon Transition Readiness ETF has the crown of the number one spot at $1.16 billion. However, Bitcoin futures ETF, not too shabby, which makes me go, yeah, I can see this being a snowball effect of Bitcoin futures ETFs and ETFs because there's a lot of money to be made and everybody's going to be like, yo, Gary Ginsler, you better get your crap together. You better approve these ETFs because we are leaving money on the table. Which makes me wonder why Avesco, a Bitcoin strategy futures ETF, could have started trading today. They pulled yesterday. Why did they pull out? Senior ETF analysis for Bloomberg said, shocker. I don't know if he's being sarcastic there, but he said shocker. Invesco is dropping out of the race. It will not pursue Bitcoin futures ETF, focus on blockchain stock ETFs and spot Bitcoin ETFs instead. Not sure why, especially because they were next in line. I'm not too sure why either. It was a killer ETF day. Why did you pull out? You could have had a killer day today. I don't know what is going on, but apparently they have their own plans. So up next, we can have Van Eck and Valkyrie Bitcoin Strategy ETF next week on the 25th. The Galaxy Bitcoin Strategy ETF and the Visor Shares Managed Bitcoin ETF could be listed in early November. So let's see what happens with those. Invesco really makes me wonder what is going on. Well, like we said, the holy grail of Bitcoin ETFs still remains spot ETFs. And there's a couple of them still on the table, like a lot of them. We have Van Eck, Valkyrie, Nidig Stone Ridge, Wisdom Tree, First Trust, Skybridge, Fidelity Wise Origin, Cryptoin, Galaxy Digital, ARK Invest, Global X, One River, and Grayscale to round it off. Who's going to be first? Who knows? You know, I'm still betting on ARK Invest. And you know what? I might actually take that bet back, but I said it. I'm going to stick with it. But all I can say is if you thought that the futures Bitcoin ETF was big, wait for a spot. China has told fast food chain McDonald's to expand the trial of its digital yuan payment system before the Beijing Winter Olympics kicks off, according to sources by the Financial Times. As you guys know, China has been working on a CBDC or a central bank digital currency called the digital yuan. They're trying to roll it out all over, but they want to work out the bugs first. Part of this pilot scheme, digital yuan wallets are currently being tested as a means of payment at 270 McDonald's stores in Shanghai. The Financial Times also says that the Chinese government is urging companies to roll out the payment system more lightly, pressuring Nike and Visa to follow suit. As you guys know, there's rumors around the New York State Attorney General's office sending cease and desist letters to different Bitcoin lending companies. Bitcoin lending companies have been in the news lately because the New York Attorney Generals are looking at them as securities, and so is New Jersey, and so is Texas, and other states, saying that maybe they gotta cease operations in those states, or and actually, I really don't know if they want to get licensing or uh, look at more discovery until to see how they want to, you know, regulate these companies. Well, the New York Attorney General apparently has set out some letters to say cease and desist, and we're trying to figure out who they are. Was it Celsius? Well, Celsius denies getting one of those, said it wasn't a cease and desist letter. It was actually a request for information letter. Well, then how about Nexo? They received a letter, but Nexo says uh, it's not offering an earned product in New York. So it makes little sense that they're receiving a cease and desist order for something that they're not actually offering in New York anyway, says a spokesperson for Nexo. Well, they're going to engage with the New York Attorney General's office to seek clarity about what's going on there. If you guys remember, back to the Monday episode where we were talking about the unstable stablecoin, USDT. There's a lot of rumors about what it's backed by. As you know, a stablecoin should be backed one-to-one, $1 to $1 worth of $1 stablecoin, USDT. However, it might not be that way. Uh, there's been a progression of like what it was backed by. Originally, they said it was 100% backed by dollars. Then we find out it was like only 73% dollar and equivalents. 
and now it's 50% in corporate paper. What? So we're not the only ones that are curious of what's backing the USDT, the stablecoin. In this tweet, Hindenburg Research says, We have doubts on the legitimacy of Tether. So today we announced a Hindenburg Tether bounty program, a reward of up to a million dollars for details on Tether's backing. Again, check out Monday's episode where we go deep diving into USDT. Facebook went live this morning with this Novi wallet, allowing U.S. and Guatemalan users to buy and trade Paxos dollars, USDP, instantly with no fees. Coinbase is providing Novi with its crypto security services and will hold funds involved with the program. This was said, in quote, Facebook cannot be trusted to manage a payment system or digital currency when its existing ability to manage risk and keep customers safe has proven wholly insufficient. This was in a letter penned to Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of Facebook, by five senators. Schatz from Hawaii, Brown from Ohio, Blumenthal from Connecticut, Smith from Minnesota, and Elizabeth Warren from Massachusetts. The letter demanded that they want Mark Zuckerberg to immediately discontinue the program. Coinbase inks a sponsorship deal with the NBA and the WNBA, which the arrangement will be on full display starting tonight as the NBA season kicks off. You'll see the brand presence of Coinbase during national televised games. Carrie Tadlock, the NBA Senior Vice President of Global Marketing Partnerships and Media, said this in a statement, in quote, As a trusted cryptocurrency platform used by millions, Coinbase is a natural fit for the NBA's first ever partner in this thriving category. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.